away we go. Episode 1013 on the Tall Can Audio Podcast. Coming to you from our studio in beautiful Bytown, Canada. My name is Matt. His name's Rob. What are you saying today, man? I'm saying I thought today was going to be a today shorts and hoodie day, but um, man, it's kind of gross out there. Yeah, it got kind of damp. Yeah, a little rainy, but uh, still hit the pool before I came over here. Mm-hmm. I am feeling... Like all my proper parts are scrubbed and ready to go. What more can you ask for, Matt? Uh, give us a follow <laughs> on Instagram. We promise not to show Rob's polished parts. Uh, way to get thrown right off the fucking well platform. scrubbed undercarriage. <laughs> yeah, at least it'd be well scrubbed if <laughs> if it does somehow find its way up there. Uh, we are all uh, fuck me. Already off track with that horrible goddamn image. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast if you want more of this nonsense. Uh, Google Pods, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you are, hit follow, hit uh, hit subscribe, and uh, we'll keep the good or mediocre stuff coming for you. What are we drinking today, man? Theater of the mind, Matt. People yeah, that's go in, the problem. People go in for that. Do they? Right? I know they do. Mm-hmm. I know they do. And how are you, Matt? I, I, I quite often neglect. You sure do. But I care, and the and the good listener cares. How are you doing? Uh, super is the word I would use. It's been a it's been a good week around here. We got another good week coming for you. Uh, we did manage to have a couple interesting conversations. Dave Bedini was on episode one thousand ten and uh, talked all about uh, the uh, CBC Summit seventy two doc, which debuted on Wednesday. Uh, episode two coming at you this Wednesday. We also had Slava Malamud on the podcast, giving us that Soviet perspective as he. Nicely corrected me. I said uh, when he was on that he would bring a Russian perspective. He was quick to remind me, uh, no, I will bring you a Soviet perspective. He was not born in Russia. He was born in the Soviet Union. Fair enough. Uh, He brought some really interesting perspective. Episode 1012, Michaela Schreider was here. And we ran down the the trip to Mecca, the beer drinkers Mecca, the uh, the Guinness homeland. Uh, So lots of good stuff uh, last week, man. It's been a good week around here. That is an... And I've done that same. You've been to Mecca. I have been to Mecca, man. And, and like I said, 10 to a dozen pints per day. <laughs> Loved it. Okay. Over here, what you heard me crack earlier, and I've already taken a pull on it, mm-hmm. is called Hot and Juicy. Hot and Juicy. I am drinking a Mango Guava Habanero IPA. Jesus Christ. From Brothers Brewing in Guelph. So if you remember last summer, I came back and I brought you a mango pineapple habanero from, I do remember this. from Wellington. Yeah. And it, it tasted like it had been run through somebody suffering from smoky hot diarrhea, <laughs> right? I think, I think that kind of thing. I'm not sure why smoky needs to fit in there, but you get it. My mouth tastes like burning. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so a uh, little battery acid. Whereas this is, I would say it's... um. Totally living up to its name. It's really juicy up front. And there's a very subtle, unlike that other, the, the Wellington one that hit you in the face with the habanero. Wow. Yeah, this is sort of just got a really subtle heat finish too. It's sort of at the back of the throat. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, very juicy. I would say the guava. I think it's the guava. I mean, it could guava, be the mango. The beer yeah, of some. For sure, man. <laughs> um is overpowering a bit of everything right at this moment. It's juicy. It's too juicy in terms of... Maybe it just needs a second, right? But it comes in at 6.5. Okay. And um, so we'll see. 
we'll see how it goes. But Brothers, they were a super interesting little um, little brewery in Guelph when I was down there. They were sort of, it sort of had this industrial feel. They do a bunch of, they do um, beer stein building on different nights and they're trying to put a bunch, bunch like of- build a bear, but you get to come in, build your own stein. Build your own beer stein. Nice. Exactly. All right. All right. But they have this cool board, which is unclaimed beers. And so- Oh, like lost and found? Like, or no, but you could, I'm going to buy a beer for Daniel Alfredson. Oh, okay. And you buy the beer and then, and the name goes up on the board and you know, if- In theory, if he ever walks in the If door. Daniel Alfredson ever walks in, he's like, oh, I'm going to take my beer. Right. Arnold Schwarzenegger was on there. There was just a bunch of shit. Doug Gilmore. Right. So it was, it was, it was a cool I'm trying pl- to think of, do I know any Guelph celebrities, former Guelph, Garrett Sparks, former Guelph Storm, uh, goalie. nobody buying him a Nick beer. Nick Suzuki. <laughs> yeah. Is he? Okay. He's a yeah. former Guelph Storm. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was a funky. That's the extent of celebrity in Guelph is former Guelph Storm players. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't think of any other no, ones. No, of course not. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a funky little place. And of the breweries I went to, I, I really enjoyed it. I sort of hung out there for three hours, probably while, boy. while the ladies went and did some shopping for a while. It was just me and the, uh, the bartender. And so we shot the shit. You just have a little bell sitting beside you. Well, and honestly they made, they had outstanding, um, samosas from a little Indian place. Oh, yeah. the corner. Man, I was just pounding those under my helmet. Like nobody's <laughs> so. Drinking the 6.5 beer and, uh, and samosas, I was a treat to be with that night. I believe you. What do you got over there? Uh, this is something from the Fenland Falls Brewing Company. And uh, since you neglected last week to ask me how I spent my summer vacation, uh, the good listener knows uh, I spent it on the lake drinking beer. Um, and uh, most of the time when I'm up at the, the lake there, people know it's around Bob Cajun. And so I'm into the, the old dog brewing company, but Fenland Falls, not too far away. And I've had some of their stuff before, but... They never really had a ton of uh, selection and so jumped on their website uh, this year and they had upped their game a little bit. They had an Italian Pilsner, which I was fascinated by, but it wasn't very good to be honest with it's you. It's a Pilsner. I don't mind a Pilsner. No, I know, but it's, it is a Pilsner. An Italian Pilsner was odd. This was not a great beer. Okay. Um, uh, had a nice red, which I think I've had before, but this one is their Mexican lager and um, hmm. I often find... I kind of go into that wondering, you know, what it's going to be all about, but they're all pretty similar, but I like do find I like them. Sorry, go ahead. What? Like a Corona. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But better. Uh, I quite enjoy it. I grabbed a few of them. I've had a few of them already. Uh, I know you're supposed to try something new on the pod, but no, this is, this is new to the pod, but uh, not new to me. Okay. Uh, so this is the Mexican lager yeah. from Fenland Falls. Yeah. Very nice uh, spot they got going on there. You can actually jump out right at the lock as you're tied up, run quickly across the street. I wondered if you could go on their website and do the order in advance. Your Starbucks or wherever else where you're yeah. on the app. Like lots of them, you can go on their website and order for delivery. I, I wondered, like, I will be at the lock at exactly 1040. Can you be standing across the street and hand it down into the boat? AM, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> Locks are not, not open at 1040 PM. Come yeah. on, man. You should know this. I, no, I, I don't actually. Uh, never having worked a lock or really uh, been you, through one on a boat either. In, uh, yeah. In the area. I, I had assume. buddies who, uh, who's, you know, I had a buddy whose dad worked on the locks. It's a sweet government gig. For sure it is. Like you work right there for the government because uh, the Trent Severn Waterway is obviously government property. You show up and fill the tub with water, empty the tub, fill the tub, empty the tub and go the fuck home. And yeah. Good I wonder stuff. if those guys can get a nice 
Fenland Falls Brewing Company just delivered on their lunch hour. Nice Rattler, whatever yeah. else you're doing it, but you're wearing those Parks Canada. Or yeah, Parks, whatever, it's not those, a great look. Those brown. There's a lot of guys, I can remember, you know, being in the boat when we, I was a kid coming up and you kind of get to the top and you're like, ah, oh, there's some black socks and <laughs> yeah. shorts sitting here waiting yeah. for a us. A chili like, hat <laughs> and whatever else. What do you got going on there, buddy? It's, yeah. it's not a, young Matt does not find that to be a sexy It's not occupation. a good look, man. It's, I don't know what you're doing or how the lady situation is, yeah. but you're not helping yourself with that. Right. Hey, you and now. Knobby knees and yeah. black socks. And. So last weekend, so prior to coming over here, actually, there was a couple of other, there was two other couples with a, some kids over in the pool. And I'm a staunch, and I think most people are the older you get, right? You bring pints over. And yeah. whatever you don't drink, you sort of just, you leave the pints behind, Right. Right. And, uh, so I was rooting around in the fridge the other day. I found a couple cream ore. Okay. It had been quite a while since I've had a cream ore. Yeah. I thought, who's leaving the bullshit cream ore here? <laughs> like, come on. Anyways, earlier in the week I was out barbecuing and I grabbed one of the cream ores. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah. Not, just in terms of a middle of the road yeah. kind of a, of a lager, it's, it's got, um, it's got a bit of a robust flavor for. It, it is strong for, like you say, for like a run of the mill yes. kind of, uh, I don't love it. There's always a couple here cause our, uh, our friend of the show there, Amy's, uh, that's one of her beers, uh, likes the cream more quite a bit. So whenever I have to drag her in here to voice an intro or an outro or whatever, make sure that's kicking around. Uh, but yeah, I'm not. Yeah. To me, it is when we, on show 1000, we were all in here and, and everybody else was like, yeah, sometimes I just like to have a. A logger, and I'm like, yeah, never, right, never. Um, it's I never, I never gravitate towards it. But um, I was, I was pleasantly surprised by the quality of it because Creamore was sort of back in the day was one of the original sort of small. I'm reaching out. I'm, I'm, I'm branching out to the Creamore. This is it, and it, and it totally was. You know that and your Mill Street your and records. Oh, the records, man, which was just bullshit. <laughs> whatever with, with like some kind of dye into it. It was gross. Right. But, um, yeah, I'm here to say, uh, I didn't hate it. Uh, you good listener will not hate the Nita beer company's Oktoberfest coming at you on uh, Saturday, September 24th, uh, two to 7 PM. Uh, tickets and, uh, more info on what they got going on available at needabeer.com. It'll be in the show notes here, but, uh, yeah, Andy and the crew over there, uh, putting on their first Oktoberfest, a ticket gets you in, gets you a nice brat, traditional German, uh, fixings, gets you, you mentioned there, gets you a stein that will be full of one of Nita's beers, uh, at least when it arrives, you can fill it as many times as you want and then take it home with you, which is, uh, kind of a sweet deal there. Um... They're looking forward to it, man. And uh, I know Andy, we've, we've talked before with the Hans and Diosen and he's a proud, uh, comes from German descent there. Uh, I'm surprised it's taken them this long to get going with an Oktoberfest event, but this will be their first one, uh, at the brewery at 190 Colonnade Road on Saturday, the 24th of September. And, uh, more information, like I said, at needabeer.com. Andy, he's, he's, he's working today. He's, 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 uh. He's into it. Well, he's a man with angles too, right? I, I like that about Andy that he's, he's sort of, whether it's the advent calendar or whether it's this sort of thing, right? Yeah. Um, he's always looking at, and you have to, right? Ways to get your name out, get people in, do these sorts of things and. Make a little noise. Yeah. And, and he's working on it. I like that. I like that a lot. On this day. 
In 2009, mm. the Toronto Maple Leafs trade two first-round picks, a second-round pick yes, to the Boston Bruins. For one fat, fucking, filthy Phil Kessel. They sure did. Yeah! <laughs> uh, one of the most controversial trades in Maple Leaf history... And I got to be honest with you, and, and I assume you will take the opposite stance. It's look, it's not a good trade. Tyler, Tyler Sagan, Dougie Hamilton, and nobody. I looked up the other. Okay. It's Jared, something or other. No, somebody Bednar. you've never heard of. It didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still never heard of that guy. <laughs> right. Um, it's not a good trade, but I feel like the further out we get from it, the less. Like they did acquire. A 22-year-old scorer who did his thing for a long time. He then agreed to stay, like signed another long-term contract afterwards. Uh, but yeah, Tyler Sagan goes on to become a bona fide star, a number one center. Dougie Hamilton, very good. Like I, I, I would have loved to have, have had that guy on my team. I don't know whether, you know, is he a... Well, he may really still, good too. He may still be Mac because I think he's been on fifteen teams. Yeah, it hasn't panned out basically ever since he left Calgary. Really, he was okay in Carolina. Then what was it? Jersey. I think he signed the huge uh, contract with. Yeah, yeah, no, and he's been he's been very good. But why he keeps moving for a guy with that yeah, skill set is yep. is interesting. I wonder, you know, hindsight being what it is, um, and Brian Burke takes some shit and, and rightfully so he, he made some pretty peculiar moves, but he had no idea. I don't think, and I, I really did not expect even when they made that trade that that team, like I agreed with Berkey, they were not going to be giving up the second overall pick at the time that they made that trade. And then, oh my God, we're giving up the second overall pick. What is the, uh, as you sit here now, how do you view that trade? Uh, you know, whatever we are, 12, 13 years later. Well, I, yeah, I think it's, it's not a great one in hindsight, but no, you don't, not. but you can't make trades in hindsight. Yeah. Right. And it's one of those things where, and, and I, I don't have his stats in front of me in terms of his first couple of seasons in, in Boston, but I don't think he was a 30 goal scorer when he came over. Was he? No, I think he'd had one huge, like one big year right around 30, I believe. Okay. What... So I look at. I look at what the Senators just gave up for for DeBrinket. Alex DeBrinket. A one, a two, and a three. Yep. And and you sort of look at that now, who knows how long DeBrinket's gonna be here. And I think it does make a difference. Sure. That Kessel did sign. Yep. But picks, I the longer we go through this, picks are picks are picks, man. That is that is that a is that gonna be a you know, is it going to be a Patrick Line or is it going to be a Nolan Patrick? Like, what is that second pick going to do for you, right? And so a, a pick is a pick. A true is a true. Well, and like people have a weird thing about the mystery box. Yep. I was following a, just to stay on the Sens for a second, just a thread on what the Sens uh, might be willing to trade and I can't even remember for who. It doesn't matter. But someone was saying probably Chickering because everybody's talking. Yeah, it might about be. Chikrin. It might have been Chickering. Um, but someone was saying I'll trade Josh Norris before I would trade Shane Pinto because Shane Pinto looks like he's going to be a better two-way player. But to me, I'm like 
Josh Norris has already shown himself to be able to score. Mm-hmm. For, and I agree, Shane Pinto looks like he's going to be good, but that's the mystery box. Josh Norris is here. You know what he is. Why does everyone always fucking... And it's not about the sense, fans. Everybody does yeah, this, yeah, right? Yeah, like you, sure. you, You kind of... I already know what this guy is. That's not interesting. Let me see what the next thing might be. And you're like, no, you need that thing you already have. Yeah, and I think as as we've seen Pinto in a couple of different stints, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he was a Hobie Baker runner-up when he was in in college, and he's going to be good. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure Pinto was ever going to flirt with 40 goals again. I mean, Norris, sorry. I don't think Pinto was ever going to flirt with 30 goals. So to me... It's one of those things where we're way off track. You don't think Josh Norris is going to get back close to? No, I don't. No, I don't. And we can talk about that further down the road. Sure. But um, you have all the contracts they've signed. That's the one I look at and go. Makes you a little nervous. Yeah. uh, That's an overpay. Hmm. But um, it is, it is the idea that I think because Ottawa is on the other side coming out of this, all the picks, we need picks, we need high picks. Man, there's it's it's really a crapshoot, and you look at you look at the history of top ten picks. Most often, your ones will pay off, yeah. you know. But then after that, your two may not be as good as the five. Sure. Yeah. You know whatever it is, right? And you sort of go, it's a super crapshoot, and so I, I don't blame. Now, to me, anytime you have to trade two firsts, yeah, and that's it. And that was the deal, I guess, because. Um, People forget that that summer, Berkey went out and reacquired his second that he had previously traded to Chicago. I don't remember for who. Um, maybe Versteeg. I can't remember. No, it was a little early for Versteeg, I guess. But, but he was go- He told Boston, let's make a deal or I'm just going to fucking offer sheet the guy. And they were up against it. It wasn't, they, you know. And so instead of it being a first, <laughs> a second, and a third, the deal was to be honorable because, you know, Berkey supposedly doesn't like the offer sheets when other people do it to him. Right, Kevin Lowe. I'm going to fight you in a barn somewhere. <laughs> I'd love to see that. <laughs> That's That was a thing. You I know. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so instead of it being a first, a second, and a third, it turns out to be two firsts and a second. It, it's an overpay, but everybody gets to be honorable or whatever. <laughs> so Kessel shows up. I think his shoulder was injured. And actually, I was just by chance at Kessel's first game as a Leaf um, I think they're playing Tampa and, uh, he comes off the shoulder injury and somewhere midway through the first period, Matthias Oland just buries him with a body check. And you're like, oh boy, like, are we, he stayed down for a second and, uh, is he going to be back on the, the shelf? But like Kessel has a very, uh, people loved or hated that guy. Very few people were indifferent to Kessel in Toronto, um, and he played on some bad teams yeah. and still did what he was supposed to do. Like he held up his end of the the bargain throughout the whole thing. So yeah, I think if you had it to do over, like if you knew you were going to be as bad as you turned out to be that next year, yeah, you'd wait, you'd get Sagan, you'd get Hamilton, Hamilton and you'd do it. But as you said, you don't get to, to live in hindsight like that. And I don't know. I, I just feel like um, there was a certain amount because this is right after they've signed Boschman and Mike Komisarek. Yes, guy. They're expecting the D to have been fixed, right? We got that covered. And uh, Kessel's going to roll in and he's going to play with like Matt Stajan, 
on the top line, maybe Nicholas Hagman, something like that. I, I love Nicholas Hagman when he was in the World Juniors. Yeah. But that was it. Never yeah, of again. course. Never saw him again or never liked him again. So it, it was just an interesting deal. But at the end of the season, the Leafs finished the year with the second most scoring chances and the seventh most high, uh, high danger scoring chances in the league. They created very well, but they had nobody who could finish. Right, you're looking at Jamal Mayers and these types of guys playing too high in your lineup. How and dare so, you disrespect Jamal Mayers? In that regard, it was smart to go out and get Phil Kessel. So there's a little. The Leafs weren't as good as Berkey thought they were going to be. They probably weren't as bad as second last in the league based on the advanced <laughs> analytics. But everything goes against you, and yeah, all of a sudden you're handing over Tyler Sagan to the Boston Bruins, who soon enough will be eating your lunch. Uh, for long, for a long periods. time. Sagan was only involved in that 2013 one, but the Bruins themselves would still yeah. keep kicking the shit out. Also with Tuka Rask and a bunch of our uh, yeah, our pieces. love that. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's worth noting that you have to try and distance your not you, yeah, people in general have to distance themselves from the from the idea that he sucked versus the team sucked. Right, you get associated yeah. with shit Toronto Maple Leaf hockey for that period. Yep. Right? And you're like, yeah, there's nobody. He's he's living with what Matt Sundin had to live with forever. Right. And as or a guy worse. who's not, who's, yeah, or worse, <laughs> and who's not a center, yep. you uh, you have to really drive the play from the wing and it's hard. It is, yeah. So to me, that's a that's a very st- steep price, if you're gonna, even if you're going to be honorable. Yeah. It's still not a good trade, but it maybe isn't as awful as it looked at one point. Well, and then they flipped him out- Got a first, got Kapanen. Uh, Kapanen developed and, and played okay. Uh, I think they also got Tim Erickson, who... Yes. Yay. I love that guy too, man. Yeah. Um, but it it is... And the then trade they, was fine. It wasn't great. And then they flipped Kapanen later for... Got a, got a first back for him. See, so really, at the end of the day, if you could retrieve two firsts for him uh, eventually... Yeah. And you get the, however many years he, he played for the Leafs and the goals that came with it. Yeah. 2009 I, to 2015 it's, or 16. It's one of those things where you have to, if, if you're going to look in hindsight, you have to look at the long view too, right? It can't just be, that was a shit trade. Right. Um, you probably wish you never made it. Yeah. But you did. And. Everything's on a scale. And right? at the yeah. end of the day, somebody recovered a bit. Yep. From that. Right. And honestly, it falls all the way down through to Dubas was the guy flipping out those, right? Yep. It was, so you had the loo period in between, I think. Am I right with that? Or Yep. So it's, a lot of shit's happened in between that, right? And so. Yeah, no, we're three minutes, well, four, uh, it was Berkey, then Nonus, then Lou, then Dubas. All right. So. <laughs> Nonus. The Nonus era. Yes. Darren Dreger hasn't uh, had a solid leaf contact since. <laughs> Sorry, Dreger. Suddenly. Very, very in on what the Ducks are up to, though, as uh, as known as operates as an AGM down there. What did you think of, um, it, it's a minor move. He's obviously not the player he once was, but Phil Kessel signs for like a million bucks down in Vegas. Yeah, that guy that. can still put up. On a team like that, would you be shocked if he hit 20 and 50? Like 20 no, goals, not at 50 all. points? Like that's well within reach for that guy. And on a team as cap squeezed as, as Vegas is, I think that might work. See, the interesting thing there is... Phil's yeah. also a big poker guy, so that could be interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're going to end up paying to play there, Phil. Yeah. 
it, it comes down to I will be interested to see how he fits in with that group that's there. Mm-hmm. What the dynamic looks like. What this is the first full Eichel year. Patcheretti out. Right. Stone. Stone. What, we'll what's, see. what's happening? You got the goaltending issue there. Yeah. Uh, Leonard not going to play this year, it looks like. And, and I wonder how the Eichel Kessel combo goes under. Bruce Cassidy. I'll just, to me, it's, it's, that's a scene down there. I'm not sure what to expect. You mean the relationship, right? Yeah. Not well, the way they're, cause I don't think they'll play together. No, no. Okay. Just in terms of the, um, the dynamics of the two players, yeah. right? Like if you look at when, when Kessel, he had, he had some success in Pittsburgh, Yep. but it's, it's well known that they had to have Rick Tockett riding that Kessel guy whisperer. all the time, right? In, yep. in terms of keeping him focused and forward and, and not having Ian Malkin Malkin kill him. Openly barking at each other. Yeah, this is it, right? And you're like, so what he's going to be like in, and and to me, Eichel, I throw in because he's a wild card. I have no idea if he's, if he's going to be a newfound man and, and he's going to, I just think it has a, it has a real potential to be a shitstorm. 82 and a half points over under for Jack Eichel. Point a game guy or not. Oof. Yeah, my heart says under, which I might take probably over. means over. I might take the over. I, I Now that he, because, you know, he'd sat out for a bit. He missed the first half of the season. He came back. He played reasonably well down the stretch, but you're, you know, you're trying to play catch up. I wonder if he doesn't come in and immediately recapture something. See, it's going to depend who But see, we didn't see that down the, down the, down the pipe, right? Those last 10 games when they needed him to score. He did run out of gas a little bit. Big yeah. time. There was not much happening there. And and that is a, is a squad that's been challenged to score against, yeah. against good teams. And so. And it's funny, eh? Because they still have intact what was their first line in that first year with William Carlson. Wow, Bill. <laughs> yes. Um, Smith. Riley Smith. And. Um, yeah, yep. That other guy. No, I thought he was, uh, came from Florida. Marcia So. He's still there. Yeah. Jonathan Marcheseau. Yeah. And that's your second line now in theory. Yeah. And, and it they, just hasn't panned out that way. It never has. Cause they brought in Eichel or even before Eichel, it was Stone, Stone and Pacioretty and maybe you run, was it Turner, uh, Stevenson? Turner Stevenson was the, was the center on that yeah, line for uh, a bit. Chandler, what was it? Uh, Chandler Bing. Yeah. <laughs> that's. Bingling. keeps running through my head, but <laughs> Chandler Stevenson. Turner Stevenson was a guy who played for the Devils in like the early And Habs. I think yeah, he was a Hab draft right. pick. Sorry, um, Matt. I, I totally just. I was like, is there another Chandler then? <laughs> I couldn't yeah, remember Chandler where Stevenson, I was going. Because so. he was, he's a, he's a third line center who was masquerading as their one. The, yeah. The year they, they lost to Montreal. Oof. But so did Toronto. So. Yep. All right. <laughs> and they had a number one center. I'm not sure. Two of them, apparently. <laughs> oh, no, I guess one was. Concussed right out of the series reasonably early on. Thank you, Corey Perry. Yeah, thanks. Um, Pride of Peterborough. <laughs> the shame of Peterborough. Yes, not. No, there's a lot of people a, exactly. ahead of Corey Perry. There's, on that there's a pile of shame, baby. <laughs> what do we think of? Uh, you mentioned uh, Malkin's relationship with Kessel there. They get that done. I thought, I, I really thought at the end, Malkin was headed to free agency and apparently. He got kind of boo-boo faced after they signed Latang first, and that was 
probably my money, right? Like, boo face. You don't like that? I like it. I just, I'm not sure what it is, but. I'm sad. Yeah. And, uh, and I guess Crosby had to call him up and be like, you know, don't bail on this. They're Come gonna, on, Gino. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And I, there was one report at one point. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to go and use your face as a stamp for a gorilla cookie? Like, <laughs> I I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, I guess Crosby went down to hang out with them for the last couple of days. They were in Florida somewhere. A lot of zinc in that grouping. I can tell you right now. And Crosby was just on the 32 Thoughts podcast over the weekend. And they they asked him straight out. And I was surprised with his answer. And he go, they said to him, you know, do you call management and say, hey, we need to find a way. This is our core. These are our guys. Um, do you call the players and, and say to them, you know, maybe take a little less. Let's keep the gang together. And Crosby actually said, he goes, I don't need to do that. He goes, management knew how I felt. There's no reason for me to. So he's saying, no, which, I didn't do which that. Which means he's already told them. Yeah. And you and I talked about this back when we were looking at uh, a possible 2022 Olympics that were going to... Uh, include NHLers, that Crosby was not going to phone Team Canada management and say, this is who I want to play with. But he will expect you to notice that I have gone out of my way to go out west and skate with McDavid, learn how to play with McDavid, learn how to, you know, work off of each other. I'm telling you without telling you, right? Mm. And, And in this particular interview, and I would recommend people check it out. It's on the most recent 32 Thoughts podcast. And he, he says, he goes, I, they know exactly how I feel. So I did not insert myself with an actual phone call. But to me, like, that's a pretty strong admission that, yeah, I wanted these guys back. I expected the team to get that done. Do you think that's a mistake? Because I kind of thought Malkin might end up in Boston before we saw Krejci come back and... Bergeron and yeah, what a shit storm that's going to happen there too. Like that to me is that's it. They're they're interesting, eh? Because they signed both of those guys, Krejci and Bergeron, to very low term or uh, low finance contracts, but with very easily reachable bonuses, bonuses that you will have to pay next year. So this is clearly a let's take one more run at it. We'll step back next year if we uh, you're going to reach these bonuses that'll yeah. be on our cap next year this year we can well and you're starting without Grizzlick you're starting without McAvoy and you're starting without Marshan yeah for a couple months and like. yeah it's some of them till December I think yeah yeah and you are talking about bringing in uh, Jimmy Montgomery's going to be there yep. so you're talking about a new system yep missing three of your top guys and a new system I that's going to be and an aging yeah, Krejci and Bergeron, period, yep. right? I just, yeah, that to me is a, is going to be, I don't think they make the playoffs, but just my opinion. As a Senators fan. Yep, 100. someone to follow. 100%. And, and that is, that is. That's the guy that's you the got the bullseye on, yeah. That's the team I'm looking at. But to double back to. Yeah, on the pens. Is, is A, to finish the thought on the 2022 things, I, I'm, I'm always surprised that why he'd ever want to go away from something that works like Marchand and Bergeron and Crosby. That is, if that's your third line or that's your pseudo second line. At an like, Olympics, you mean, yeah. Yeah, at an Olympics. I'm yeah. saying that is, you know, just to play with McDavid. I don't know. Um, but the, yeah, to me, the pens. I think we're trying to do the Gretzky Lemieux thing from 87, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I want to ask you about that. Okay. Um, uh, my four-year-old self will give you. But it's um, all the... <laughs> All the analysis that you can, yeah, but you're a guy who's studied the uh, fire on ice or whatever yes. that was called, ice on fire or whatever. 
Um, but yeah, it depends. With all that they've got going on, I have no idea whether that team is going to finish first in the division or not in the playoffs at all. Like I, I really, and 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 I think Sid, not just they they know how I feel. He's made them very well aware. I'm sure in. I don't need to go and say, "Hey, do this." That this is this is these are two guys who have been together for 15 years, more. Three. Latang came in right around the same time. Right? Yeah, that the success is, and and they very clearly even back to when Rutherford first came in, and we thought it was the dumbest thing ever. Yep. And he's just been cashing in every chip, every chip, and yeah, why would they change now, right? It, to let him walk away. Yeah. Keep it going as long as you can and we'll rebuild when we And that is rebuild. a team that is when it... It will end terribly. Oh, it'll, it'll end in a fiery, fiery crash. Like, it's just going to be... They're just a hard team to get a read on. Because two years ago, they were pretty good, but got just sewered by awful goaltending. And then they roll in this year and their goaltending's hurt and they end up with like Louis Domingue in net and he actually plays okay, but the rest of the team's hurt, like... I remember, I think Crosby, was it Crosby or Malkin? One of them ends up leaving the series and uh, against the Rangers and they just get Shesterkind, right? Like it, Crosby, I don't know what Crosby, to make out of those guys at this point. I, I think they might be, as you said, when it ends, it will end terribly, but I'm not sure that's this year. I, I could see them easily kind of top two in that division again. See, and they were up. They, they traded. Were, they were up on the Rangers yeah. and, and Crosby went out like a 3-1 or... Two zero, like it was. It was. Yeah. The Rangers don't make it out of the first round if if Crosby doesn't get hurt. Right. So I like those guys could make some noise again. I and even could. if they just sort of kind of bump around and make it in in the last playoff spot, I don't want to play them. Like there's a lot of experience there. Like I, I don't know. I, I think they may not be quite done yet. No. Uh, but those are long. Like Latang's deal. I think they gave. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, three years. Yeah, uh, might have been longer. I can't even. But uh, I don't know. I, I I'm not quite ready to to write them off. No, no. But but you also like maybe who else w- in that division? Like Philly's going to stink. Uh, Columbus probably not a playoff team. New Jersey, I expect will be better, but probably not a playoff team. What do you, and where do you see the Islanders? Up or down? Yeah. I assume they'll be better than last year because they won't have to start with like a two-month road trip to start the season. Yeah. Um, they do have Sorokin who kind of established himself now finally as a, a guy um, who might not be that far behind Shesterkin and Varlamov, right, uh, as the, the league falls victim to Russian goaltending. Vasilevsky? Yeah, what'd I say? Varlamov. Varlamov. Yeah, you're right. Vasilevsky is who I meant, of How course. How about that sweet Samsonov? Could be, man. <laughs> Maybe going to be one of those guys. <laughs> Matt says with his fingers crossed. Just hoping like hell somebody can make a save. Um, Shulk Resina getting back in the net. Yeah. No, uh, no Barry Trots. And yeah. I think we can't, man, you look at that Islanders team and without Trots, I just think that that team takes a step back again. Oof, how many steps back well, but are there to say? Yeah. They had a bit of a heater at the end of the season, yeah, right? Yeah. After, after sucking and then yep. being middling. And then just sort of a bit of a heater at the end to make it interesting. But Columbus with the good Branson signing, psh, you yeah. know, I'm yeah. kidding, kidding crickets. Uh, but good Branson and Goudreau. Goudreau is a, is a super interesting um, 
I just don't see it yet. No, I certainly don't see it either. But I'm just saying. Kent Johnston be on his like ninth team in the last 15 months. Yeah, Sillinger. Like to me, they, they have some interesting pieces there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Capitals too. Where where do they are they in or out? Yeah, I think they're in. But hit me right now. I, I, I'm going Carolina one, Pittsburgh two, Rangers three, uh, Caps four. four. Yeah, I think I flip it. I think I have Rangers two, Penguins three. Yeah. So nobody's moving up on that side. Like no. Columbus is out, Jersey's out. Philly's out. Philly's out. Yeah, Islanders out. That's how I see that. Yeah. I, I, I think Jersey could push though. I think Jersey will be better this year. Yeah, where's the goaltending at? Vanek Vivisek, Vivicek, whatever. Make a save, man. Somebody. Yes. <laughs> Washington flushes out both their uh, their goalies. Yeah. Well, and I was looking through the score app the other, uh, yesterday, I guess, and it's I see the headline is Rangers Lundqvist asks for trade. I'm what like, the fuck? hit refresh, man. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, what? I thought he, uh, yeah. Nils? Yeah. With Lundqvist with a K, not a Q. Yeah, okay. But I'm like, I thought he went to the Caps. I thought there was a bunch of things yeah, happening there. Problem. Yeah, I don't know, now man. I, I don't know what's network. happening. Hey, I, t- anyways, no, forget about it. I'm not going to go there. We're going to keep on trucking. All right. So that is the, that is the question in that division and, and how that whole thing shakes out, right, is do the Islanders have enough to, to make it interesting? And our good friend downtown, Connor Brown, as a, as a new Washington capital, yep. where does he fit in? And, and that, to me, he's a great depth signing for them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the Bruins, if we want to bring this full circle. Is yeah. this full circle where we start? Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Who knows? Pittsburgh. Who knows where it starts? It's yeah. a very lateral move here in okay. terms of, of, you know, just stuff that happens. Uh, yes, stuff that happens. Have you opened The Athletic in the last week or two? Oh, no. It's probably been two weeks since I've been in. Yeah. I missed a couple of days or whatever and opened it up. And I was presented with uh, a message that said, uh, hey, we got some ads for you. What? Yeah. What is the exact reaction? Because I'm paying you fuckers. Ah, uh, To not give, uh, I should mention, uh, later this week, Sean Fitzgerald of The Athletic, depending on how this conversation goes, will join me. <laughs> Down goes Brown? No. Sean McAdoo. Yeah. Sean Fitzgerald. Who the hell Sean Fitzgerald? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, he's been on a few times. He covers the sports media side of things for The uh, the Athletic. Uh, we got lots to talk to him about. Sorry uh, about that, Sean. Potentially. Um, look, it's shit. The deal was, I pay you. And you don't show me ads. That was literally the big selling point because there's a thousand places you can go for free to get sports news and, and columns and whatever that are just littered with, no, but littered with ads. Viagra. You want to go to, you know, your ads are curtailed to what you search. (laughs) We had this conversation (laughs) with somebody else who actually works in the industry and I'm like, I have never once search for Viagra yet on an ad, I'll have it three times. And they're like, I don't know. We know you. And it comes down to (laughs) algorithms and age and all these things. And like, Hey, you're of a vintage where 
You probably need a little blue pill, buddy. We're looking at your Spotify. You're probably. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Good point there, Matt. Yeah. Um, But see, if you wanted to give me, as an athletic subscriber myself, you look at what Netflix is proposing. Yeah. We will give you a reduced membership with ads. Yeah. Fine. So if the athletic wants to say, hey, we'll cut your subscription in half. And you have to have ads. What about that? Yeah. Okay. And I would even consider, <laughs> even though the fact is you're still going to be screwing me, we're putting ads in the tier you're in now, but we've added yep. a higher tier. Oh, it's still man. a money grab, but I would, I would consider that over having you become just another score or just another sportsnet.ca or just another Yahoo Sports or whatever it is. Where it's littered with shit I don't care. Probably sports betting shit that I don't care about. But all kinds of different ads. This was what made you different. And all you're saying at this point is, yeah, we're not different. Our business model may have failed a little bit here. They've already been bought up by the New York Times, which makes a lot of people think that maybe even their journalistic integrity could be compromised if you're one of those people, right, who thinks the Times is evil or uh, it, I don't know, man, I, I, I'm i annoyed. Wow. I, this was the deal. And it, because the way it should work is that when your current subscription, like it should be grandfathered and I know they won't fucking do that, but when your subscription ends, I think mine is in January, um, As when you re-up will have there will be ads but you don't get to and apparently they do get to uh change the the rules midway through what i'm currently paying you for that's the part that bugs me sign up for ad free top end sports coverage then they take my money like ah here's some ads you stupid fucker (laughs) listen here lemming we're gonna hit you with this and and i my my comments earlier couldn't have played more you know couldn't have played better into your hands because, yeah, I, I'm with that. Not, hey, what you've always been paying is now the lower tier. Yep. And if you want to be ad free, you got to pay us more. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got a price. <laughs> yeah, I'm like fuck that. You know what? My price is uh, done. I'm now. That's I say it. that. I say that right now because I'm irritated by it. Right. But it's good. But I do get to, in my opinion. I'll, I'll reevaluate my relationship with your your platform, right? It, it's now not what you lured me in with. Right. Oh, I, and I bet you, I bet you, and we'll see what Sean Fitzgerald has to say. About his employer? Yeah. <laughs> he may be careful. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I'm going to completely disregard what Sean Fitzgerald <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I may ask him about this, but I don't expect him to. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I and it's 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 like anything else, right? What do you really expect someone to say about their livelihood? Yeah, and, he covers yeah. the sports media industry. In theory, he would have thoughts on this, but he's also a guy with a boss. Like, <laughs> and he's probably going to have to go. Yeah, you know, at some point the line has to be towed. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I am disgruntled with that. Um. But man, yeah, no, that's news to me. Uh, I'm paying for it right now and I don't even know it, Matt. Well, it's funny that you mentioned Netflix because they have, as you said, uh, they're going to add a tier that's cheaper than the the baseline tier. 
and it will be ad supported. And that's fine if that's more in your budget or that's how you want to do that. But they also announced this past week, I'm not sure if you saw this, we're going to stop putting out our Netflix originals a season at a time for you to binge. We're going to start dropping them weekly. Boo! Yeah. You're not, you're cable. You're just cable now. We have commercials and we drop episodes weekly and like I... I've mentioned on the show before, I unsubscribed from Netflix quite a while ago. Um, There just wasn't enough on there that I was still interested in. But we are being dragged back. And we've talked on the show before about the fact that, you know, by the time you've subscribed to whatever, Crave to get your HBO stuff and Netflix to get the, you you are just paying for cable again, right? Like, what if there was one master streaming thing that brought in all the streaming channel? Like, that's just fucking cable. Yeah, I know what it is. It's cable. And all this stuff, all, the promised land that we were all headed towards, man, it's just, now we got to find a way to sell you another. Well, they're hitting you with the a la carte version and you go, that seems like a great deal. Then I'm like, wait, if I add up what I, this and that, yep. this and that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, It's fuck. just the same old shit on a new, uh, it, they're never, they're never going to let you just walk away and go, yeah, all right, Matt, see ya. Go with that cheaper option. This has always been... So one of the things that bugs me, I listen, um, I stream a lot of... Okay, so this is part and parcel to it, Matt. I I listen to a lot of Blue Jays radio when I'm out and about. But you can't stream MLB... Like in Toronto, it's Sportsnet 590, the fan, that has the radio rights. And if you have an AM radio in your car or in your kitchen or whatever, you can tune that in and listen. But if you want to on your smart speaker or your iPhone, you can't stream Correct. the fan 590 because they want, they have their own radio streaming service. And so you have to pay MLB at bat or MLB audio. And it's not terrible. It's like 12 bucks for the year. It's, it's not oh. brutal. Okay. But it's still a thing you should be offering for. I can stream that radio station that you already sold the rights to. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they they're not allowed to stream it to you, and that shit bugs me just as much. Like, well, if you're not in the GTA area, I can't hop in my car and put it on five ninety. No, but so it's the same everywhere because up here in Ottawa, they're on thirteen ten has the right. radio rights. But you can't tell during a Blue Jays game. You can't tell your smart speaker to stream. 1310 and get the Blue Jays game. You'll get one of their older programs. You can mm. only listen to the Blue Jays online through the MLB app. Okay. And you know what? I've tried that a bunch of times, not fully understanding why. They I won't can't. give it to you. Yeah. They want your money. They want your 12 bucks. And it's something that you are offering for free, but only in this old way. Like if you want to. I can stream the fan 590 all day if I feel like, but once the Jays game comes on, no, you, you can't have that. Do you, you have a, do you have an AM radio in your house? Short of an old Walkman? No, that's it. Yeah. I like, have an old Walkman that was great during my 10 day blackout period. I, I, I listened to some Jays that way. I listened to some news updates back in May when the city was blacked out was or blacked whatever. Out. Yeah. But back in the day, right? Like everybody had like on their kitchen counter, like one of those old like CD slash tape slash radio. I took mine down during the pandemic. Okay. A radio with a CD player in it that went under the cabinet. Yeah. It was screwed up underneath the thing. Right. Took it down. 
Yeah, but brought it back out during, yeah. during the pandemic because I had nothing else. But there's a certain amount of like, uh, so what I was going to say, I guess, about all this is uh, for a while on certain like iHeart or TuneIn or tune whatever. TuneIn. Which we're on. Talk in audio. Love it. A tune in and I hurt. Uh, yeah. But no, fuck them. Because at the same time that you go um, play whatever, TSN 1200, they will often give you a commercial, even if the show that you're trying to listen Sometimes to too. isn't in a commercial break. It's right. like, here are our tune in or I heart radio commercials. And fuck you. You don't get to give me commercials before I listen to what is already commercial driven radio, but they do get to, and, <laughs> and you're going to take it, Matt. And I'm not often. I just go, yeah, forget it. I'll tell Siri to no, then yeah. screw you. <laughs> yeah. It's not Siri's fault. Like yeah. she takes a beating over well, here. It's not and, fair. And see long, but, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, of course you don't get to show me a commercial well, before you give me commercial. Okay. And, and, and what I was just going to say was, I will do the ads if I'm oh. not paying you once I've paid you for something athletic fuck you yep well and there's only one way to do that to vote with that right and i will vote with your hard-earned buck yeah yeah no and i I, i'm with you too i think you can't lure me in with no ads take my money and they go but here's some ads that's bullshit that's a terrible way to do business now in the print ads what what's it doing for you how's it hurting you I just don't want it. They're everywhere, man. Okay. Every single part of your life is now bombarding you with more and more shit to sell. Ads, ads everywhere, ads. So, again, when I stream Blue Jays games, they don't want to give me, and I don't really care because it's just, so, I don't care which asshole is trying to sell me shit. It's just somebody trying to sell me shit. So I'm subscribed to MLB Audio. I, I tune in the Blue Jays. Asshole. Yeah. I tune in the Blue Jays game. And when they say at the end of the inning, they're going to commercial, you hear like a split second of what the Toronto commercial is about to be. And then they drop you the syndicated commercial because you're streaming through their, uh, their service. So you don't hear that radio stations commercials. You hear the commercials that this service has bought almost all of them U S only. So great investment by everybody to try and sell me that services I can't even fucking use. And half the time. The guy who's supposed to flip that switch to make sure I hear their commercials instead of Toronto's commercials is asleep at the fucking switch. There's dead air. I miss a batter or something like it's just a terrible. Do you know what I'm saying? It could be worse. You could end up with hardcore gay porn. That could be the thing that gets. Well, at least it's something. It's not dead air. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, um, I'm one of those guys who I flip the Jays game on. I pause it. I go and do whatever else. I come back about 15 minutes later. And as as soon as the pitcher's walking off the mound, yeah. whoosh, fast it's forward. It's not an option on the radio, right? Is your okay, yeah. So, oh, so well, I mean, I, I guess it would be, hey, but if you're out. Yeah, and sorry, I, I missed that town. part. You were still talking about the, the radio portion. I, yeah. I can't remember. It was probably been since the checks days where I've listened to nice. Blue Jays on checks the radio. 22 out of Peterborough. Yes, sir, guy. Got the radio propped up on a milk crate out in front of the general store. Nice. Yeah. Makes me sound like I'm a bajillion years old. But um, I don't get a lot of J's on the radio because for exactly what I'm saying, I don't have a... I paid $12 for an AM radio stream. Yeah. 
but I don't want to. Well, as we sit here now, I guess instead of just shitting all over their rights holders, uh, which there will be plenty of time to do, because I also have things to say about the NHL center ice package and how that's being run, but we'll save that for Okay, but how about the shitty Friday night games that I keep missing because, honestly, I tuned in on Friday night to to watch the little Jays Orioles action. And was that an was that an Apple game or Apple an Amazon game yep. or like you're like, what the fuck is this? I don't and, and so I'm I am I'm I'm disgruntled because it, it on on a Thursday night Dan will tell you hey tomorrow night's a Apple TV plus Apple game. TV plus game and so but you can still listen on the radio and I'm like no I can't Dan well you could yeah if AM I wanted to pay twelve bucks no you can still because. If you actually want to listen on the radio, you could hear in Ottawa tuned to AM right. 1310. You I'm gonna, can't I got to go out and get in the car. Yeah. Well, you said you dug your fucking radio away. You... Yeah, but it's gone back. All right. But I could, Matt. You could. Now, now that I have this Intel. Also, these Apple TV Plus games are free, even without an Apple device. You can go to a website and watch. You can stream it to your TV. But it is, people are not impressed. Uh, every team's had what, four or five of these games uh, where on Friday night, the, uh, the game will be broadcast mostly on Apple TV plus, uh, as we sit here now on uh, Sunday afternoon, the Jays up two one on the Orioles in the sixth inning. Um, at worst, they will have won the series. They may yet sweep it. It looks like they have put the Orioles in the fucking rear view. Um, wow. you don't think? No, sorry. I'm just finishing off that hot and juicy. A little habanero sitting right at the bottom. I, I, honestly, the warmer it gets, the habanero really sort of, uh, it's less juicy and it's more hot, <laughs> but, uh, not as bad as that, as that Wellington one. But yeah, it's, 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 it's not a bad drink. If you're out there. I can br- smell it. I couldn't until just this second. It's like the habanero still sit like a full habanero pepper sitting on the bottom of the can over there. Yeah. And that's, and so it is, so it has or like. Or you're I, breathing fire at me. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, thanks. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that, man. That. What happened to the plexiglass in between, <laughs> in between the two Back of us? the COVID uh, Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I, I think that game last night, if it hadn't already happened with the first win and. Saturday. Or, yeah, Saturday. Uh, but to me, that that four taking three to four last week, and yeah, they've now kicked, kicked, uh, kicked the Orioles to the curb. I think uh, it's it's been a bit of a. It would take a monumental collapse now to fall out. I am way more interested in looking forward to the Yankees. Yeah. So as of Saturday night, they're four and a half back. Uh, if they win today, I guess it depends. Let's find out what the Yankees are up to. Probably playing on Sunday night baseball. What's the score in the Yankees game? The Yankees are losing to the Brewers four to three in the bottom of the fourth inning. Yeah. Yankees in a tight one right now, losing to the Brewers. Uh, but we'll see. But suddenly it's in reach. Like if you could finish up this weekend three and a half back. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, and with a three game now. Yeah, three game series with them up up in, coming up in yeah. the. Now it's it's worth noting, if you look at the Jays' schedule, the Jays will have uh, got more with the Rays, four more with the Rays, more with the Orioles, three with the Orioles, three with the Red Sox, three with the Yankees, yeah. and two, two with, with the, the Phillies, Phillies, who are who are pushing hard on that side. Yep. Whereas the Yankees play the Pirates, yep. the Rangers, yep. the like, like they've got a bit of a easier. 
run out, right? Red Sox and Jays, I think is how the, uh, how the Yankees finish out. So it's a great, it's a great dream, but I'd really like if they could, if they could pull it to within maybe two and a half before they play them, that will be a very be spicy. Fascinating. 100%. And the, uh, the Rays who you're fighting with in that wild card race out of their 16 games, they have six left with the Astros, which can only be good news. <laughs> Uh, as long as for the Astros, yeah. Well, as long as well for the Jays, right? As long as uh, as long as Houston wants to keep pushing. Uh, well, and if you look at that, Oakland is 40, 41 games behind the Astros, <laughs> and it, it's it's those two West divisions, both in the NL and the AL. Yeah, just dog shit. Dodgers and Astros have totally obliterated their divisions, and you have like the in the in the NL West. I think you have the Padres in second, 21 games behind the Dodgers. And then everybody else in the division is like 32 games back. <laughs> Did you see? And, and the, the Padres are going to be a wild card team. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing with them. They just keep spending, keep bringing guys in, keep doing whatever. I was like, ah, fuck you. The Dodgers are still. Well, and they're an 80 win. They're an 80 win team. You've yeah. spent all that cash and you were well, an 80 win team. part of it is Tatis just being like, Oops. I got ringworm or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, and ringworm, that's what he said. <laughs> yeah. Impetigo. Right. Well, good for you, man. Yeah. Um, the, did you see, and I don't really have any interest today in, in getting political, but it was announced that it looks like Canada is getting ready to drop their border restrictions um, for having to be vaccinated and, and be tested or whatever before you cross into the... The only reason I bring it up is, how about after we might have to play the Mariners or whatever, like... As a sports fan, fuck you. You've held it this long. Hold yeah. the line. I don't yeah. need Robbie Ray coming up here or uh, as long as, as oh. soon as the Jays are eliminated from the Is playoffs. Robbie Ray still not vaccinated? Yeah. That was half the reason he didn't sign in, uh, in Toronto. That's why he missed the series when Seattle came up here. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. It's true. Now, I guess in theory, we don't know how many guys went this month, saw it was a possibility and went, yeah, no, it's playoffs now. Maybe some guys did go and get, uh, was it not Boston? who said the next time we come to Toronto, it won't be an issue and went and got the rest of their guys vaccinated. It yeah, might have. Good for you. We fucking rolled into Boston and put a smack down on you. Runs yeah. On like 45 runs in three games. So that I assume was with your but, full lineup. But just as a sports fan. You're yeah, like, no, I totally it, get it. Hold that border until November 1st. How about that? That'll be just fine. Well, they were saying and, if, if the world series went seven games, yeah. which I know does not apply to a uh, Toronto and Seattle series, but It'll, but who be, knows no, it'll be November play. 5th. Yeah. But every team's got a couple of guys and fuck, yeah. I, I don't care if it's Robbie Ray, I, if you're best reliever or you're starting no, shortstop. I'm if you're going to drop it, drop it January 1st. Yeah. Okay. That works for me. <laughs> it sort of gives me a blanket, uh, all around coverage in terms of, uh. Keeps the unvaccinated riffraff out yeah, over Christmas. For sure. Between that and monkey pox <laughs> and whatever juniors. else you're, whatever, whatever, whatever else you're bringing in this year. Moncton, Halifax. Moncton, Halifax. Yep. Yeah. So, ah, it's totally fine. At this point though, we're pretty comfortable the Jays are getting in. 100, I don't think there's a chance that they. Oh, just tempting the fucking. There is a chance, of course, of course. What I'm more interested in, Matt, and all the talk this week has been the three-man rotation. Yeah. In terms of what, what rules. Strip. (laughs) Well, and so to me, it's, it's this idea that maybe Stripling doesn't make it in. So, which seems ridiculous. 
you're going to play a three game series. Uh, you need those last three games of the series of the season to not matter. So you can line this up the way you want. Cause you're going to play in a wild card series to best of three. You want Manoa Gosman, and then somebody you would have thought Burrios, but maybe it's stripling with the way he's pitched. Now Burrios has been better lately um, than he had been early in the season, but yeah, you in that first round you got three games. You want your three guys lined up. You don't want Gosman and Manoa pitching on the Saturday and Sunday or the last two games of the series uh, season trying to get you in. You want to line it up and get those guys fresh. Can I give you a good Mitch White in there? Can we do that? Yeah, exactly. Or how about a Kikuchi? Can we throw that Where's in Thomas there? Thomas Hatch at. Yeah, <laughs> man. So I I don't know at this point. Like if if it came down to it, you right now. I'd probably send Strip out there for game three. 100%, man. Uh, that to me is who's the second starter is really what it comes down to. And whoever that is, the other guy's out. And well, what do you mean? Who's the first starter? Uh, Manoa. Okay. So Gauze is your second. Okay. So then. Don't you think? Uh, yeah. In terms of, and the only reason I'd, I'd take Gosman over, over Barrios is, is, Consistency. Oh, he's yeah, he's been a lot better than Brees. No, I know. Year. In terms of of if we get the good Jose, he's yeah. good. If we get the not good Jose, like what did you think of uh, of Saturday? Was that good Jose or bad Jose? That's a bit of both. That's yeah. a bit of both. And 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 managed to go six innings, held it tight. I think they were up. seven hits, two runs. Yeah, it's, like it's not great, but he didn't like seven hits is a lot of hits, but he <coughs> didn't let a lot of them cross the the plate. So right. There's something there. Like if he, I don't know, what's he got? Two, maybe three starts left. If they all looked like that, I'd kind of go, yeah, you know what? Maybe. Because you have committed to that guy long-term as well. Three starts, I bet. Yeah. Um, You know, you want to keep that relationship. You want, whereas Strip is a free agent, right? And I don't know what, whether they're going to keep him or not. But I want wins. Of course. And at the end of the day, and again, so it's really been the six starts post- IL for Stripling, right? Yeah, They've yeah. all been six or more. Yep. And it's anywhere between zero. It does and look like they're stretching him out a bit, eh? Because he wasn't going, he, he's been allowed to see some guys the third time through, which they didn't used to let him do. Uh, he never was going, he was kind of four or five innings. Now it's six. Like it does look like they're, you know, at least making sure he's ready for a possible playoff start. Well, and I think if you win that and you go to a five game series, in the, in the, whatever they're calling it, the divisional. The ALDS. Or so. We'll be having a bullpen day. Yeah. Well, no, but <laughs> you, I, I think you do go to there. a best of five and you can look at four pitchers there and it becomes less of an issue. But man, I think in that three game series. You need, strip. I, I got to have strip in there for me. Now we'll see with the, as you said, there'll probably three more starts. Yeah. Because I think there's 16, 15 games left from here. So I would assume that everybody. 15, yeah. As long yeah. as, if it's out of reach, then. Like if you're already well in, then maybe you don't get your last start and they move you around and whatever. Well, I was going to say, when you said need to win, what does need to win mean? Well, do you want to be at home? I want to be at home 100%, but I was looking more at the division. Right. If you are a game and a half behind the Yankees or you're, you know, it like comes Like one down. of your last series is against Baltimore. Right. If they somehow work back into it and you have to kick sand in their face to stay ahead. Like it doesn't look like it now. But that's still a possibility. And if you look at those guys, that, that that Baltimore team, which we've seen a gajillion times in the last month. Yes. That Rutschman, he looks like he's got stud written all yeah, over him, right? In terms deal, of, sure. and and Mountcastle, although cooled in the last couple Santander. series. 
And and you look Gunner at this Henderson. Gunner Henderson guy. Like to me, it's just they have. They're going to be good. They are going to be good in a couple of years. And somebody in the broadcast on Saturday said, you know, they look maybe like where the Jays were two years ago or when everybody got. Yeah, and you're, you're like, yeah, okay, I see that. But man, they have some they have some pieces there that are starting to. So let me ask you this: as we get down to that final weekend, and nobody bad. Bad fucking scene if you try and pick your poison, right? Just play it out, try 100%. and win or whatever. But yep. you as a fan, do you want to, you have a choice between that second and third wild card. You're either going to go on the road to face Tampa or, or Seattle, or, or do Cleveland. you fall to the third and go to Cleveland? Cause that central division looks. 100% you either win that. Yeah. You either win that central division or you don't make the playoffs. And I think coming into this afternoon, they were four games clear of the White Sox, the Guardians. Yeah. They beat the Twins to put a little distance between them the as well. Twins. So, uh, yeah. As I a want a Jays fan. Uh, if I got to go on the road, I absolutely want to go I want to go to Cleveland. <laughs> Says no one ever. Yeah. Like, no one has ever come in. I want to go to Cleveland. We talked about ice on fire before. How about, how about river on fire? River on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, now they have some good starting pitching, but I'll take my chances. I would as well. I'll take my chances. I don't want to go to Tampa. I don't want to go to Seattle. But You're going to play the last game of the Seattle season. Seattle is the last team I want to see of those three. Their starting pitching scares the shit out of you in a three-game series. Yeah. Unless it's in Toronto and maybe they can't come across the board. This is it. So Unless we can win two Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, to answer your question, it's Guardians first. It's Rays second. It's, it's Mariners third. What do you think of even at home in that wild card series? Would you like the Rays? Just yes. Fuck, they scare me. Like, oh, see, I want the Rays. I I choose the Rays over the Mariners. Over everything. Well, no. Like, I, would you rather be? Would you possibly rather go to Cleveland than be at home against one of those other two teams? Or would you take the home game overall? You look at the home record. Hasn't been great it lately. Hasn't been great, no. It, They're it, not hitting at all at home. Yeah, which is odd, super odd. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say home against the Rays is my first choice. Yeah. Avoid on the, the on the road to Cleveland. Yeah. And then going to Seattle is. What about hosting Seattle? Does that change anything for you? Yeah, I'll I'll take hosting Seattle over playing at the Trop. Yeah. That's a lot of options. No, there are, and there's a lot of. Permutations, but there's something about that weak sister over leading that central division where you're like, I think I could, I think I could take those guys. <laughs> well, and, and you also look at, you know, home opener aside, well, I guess maybe the Cubs game two aside, Barrios at home has pitched better than. Yep. And how do you feel about Barrios choosing the Reds like three three starts in a row? Now he said on Saturday, and I think it might be four or five starts in a row. But he said on Saturday, now it's the other guys pushing him to do it because because okay. it's, it's worked. But yeah, it was his thing. Break up the the bad mojo or whatever that was going on. We'll take the red jerseys, which normally you see like twice a year. It's like Canada, Canada Day. Day. I want to see him on Canada Day alone. And I guess because it's worked the last time or two, it's been the the rest of the team that's told him insist on the reds or whatever. Because yeah, it, it's become a bit much. I, I don't hate them like everybody else, but I don't need to see it once a week. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't hate them. I think it's sharp. I don't like the hat. I don't no. like the maple leaf. There's, there's just a leaf on it. Yeah. But... Yeah, I, it, it takes away some of the specialness of it, in my opinion. Yeah, now it's just the third jersey we wear every five days. Yeah, well, or when Jose's pitching. Anything else for this one, man? Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. 
I wanted to ask you, with this, all this you've just done, you've just covered this week with Dave Bedini and Slava Malmud, and, and, and every time this rolls around, like this past uh, Wednesday or Thursday was also the anniversary of the Gretzky to Lemieux. Right. That happened. 87 Canada 80, 87 Cup. 87 Canada Cup, right, where that, that uh, best of three series with the Soviets went 6-5 in overtime, 6-5 double overtime, and 6-5 in regulation in game three, right? That, and I know you were only four years old. It's true. But it always comes up when people talk about greatest, the greatest goal, whether it's the, the Henderson goal, whether it's the Lemieux goal, whether it's the Crosby 2010 goal, or in sort of a hole that, that 2002. Lemieux lets the puck go through, go through his legs. Korea. Yeah. Fucking wild. Yeah. What, what, do you have a take on that? Do you have an opinion on? Like greatest, best. Yeah. What the most significant, and, and you can, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you the, the, you know, the freedom to what that means to you. The most significant, the best moment, the. Yeah. It's funny because I think most people your age and a lot of the guests that we have on here lean to that 87 Oof. as maybe being the best team Canada ever. For sure. It's the least significant to me because like, it's not the age thing alone because obviously I wasn't even around for 72, but 72 is just a different world, right? We're not yep. talking to the Russians. We're, you're in the middle of the cold war. Um, we're not facing them in friendly competitions. We're sending the goddamn Whitby Dunlops over to get smashed in the world championships and the Olympics. I think, I think that one, I think 72, just given the geopolitical climate around it has to be the biggest or the most significant, just because the whole country is watching. It's become this thing that's bigger than hockey. The 2010 Olympics, um, like O2 is more in my wheelhouse. That might be the time like that. And it's because of the Leafs, 99 through the lockout, the Leafs are pretty good. I'm really getting hard. They're having for, playoff success against the Ottawa win, Senators. They've won some rounds. <laughs> yes. God bless the Sens for helping out. Jacques Martin that. was on local radio the other day and, and that's what they were, they were talking about, the, you know, the, you know, where the, the status of the state of the Montreal Canadiens and, and the state of the Montreal, of the Toronto Maple Leafs, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, no, and the window is still wide open for that team. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and you know, he says, but they haven't won a, Series since, since they, they beat us. since they beat me and he said he just hit me in 04. so that's a long time he right said, but it is so to me that O two team like all of those guys like I can remember the line combinations in the gold medal like Foot that's and Blake yeah and, like yeah. that is the the top of my hockey fandom and and watching that happen was great. but I think Vancouver being at home um, and it being Crosby right like the next one at the like at that point. He's still, what, four years into his career? Like, he's still the kid, right? And uh, so that one is probably second place for me behind 72 just because it's an Olympic Games. Like, Slava brought up on episode 1011, it's like, it's fun. When this started out, it's just an exhibit. Like, it's a series of friendlies, right? And it goes, at least that's how it was painted in Russia because they did not expect it to go well. He goes, it was sold to them as it doesn't matter. It's just eight friendlies. We're going to start the first bunch of games while the Munich Olympics are still going on. So people will be distracted with that. 
And it wasn't until they come in. Except for people getting killed at the Munich Olympics. Well, there is that. Uh, they come in, smash Team Canada in Montreal, and now all of a sudden, no, no, no. It's not just a series of friendlies. It's us We're against. We're doing it. <laughs> right. Start the car. <laughs> right. So that, like, to me, I, I just, I don't think we'll ever match the world that we lived in in 72. 2010, while it might be some of my favorite hockey, 2002, while it's some of my favorite hockey, it's just shuffling the names that I've already been watching all year into different piles, right? And obviously when you see the Maple Leaf and the, the red jersey, you like, yeah, that's my team. That's the one I'll cheer for. But I've seen Lindros doing this thing. I already love Joe Sackick, right? I, it bugs me that Matt Sundin's out here just torching us on night one of the Olympics. <laughs> Lindros, the forgotten man, eh? Really on... On that O2 team? On that O2 team, yeah. big time. He and Fleury uh, from the Rangers playing on the line together. And... And, and, and it's a great point you make, right? I am alive in, in 72, right? As a 72 baby, but I'm three months old. Yeah. So I have zero recollection as well. And, and so to me, that whole idea of, um, you know, the backdrop, by the time 87 rolls around, I have Rocky Four as a bit of um, uh, <laughs> a bit of a landmark and, yeah. and a way to look at it and go, God damn you. Dirty Russians? Yeah, for yeah. sure, man. Dolph Lundgren. Uh. <laughs> um, but that 87 Canada Cup, when you look back on it, shite goaltending, like- it, it, It's the, 80s hockey at its finest. It, for man. sure it is, right? And, Skill out the ass and no goaltending. <laughs> Gretzky with three assists and 50, uh, three goals and 15 assists, 18 points. And in three games, I don't know. I, oh, it, did you mean in the final in, or in the, in, in the tournament? Oh, I think. Okay, okay. Okay. But he was the MVP. Yeah. But one of the games Lemieux has, I want to say he has five or all six goals <laughs> and Gretzky has all the primary assists. Yeah. Like it was just a light show, right. In terms of what those guys did and the combo of. Yeah, two of the greatest players ever playing together was was so... And Gretzky would play until 99, but we were already talking about not necessarily passing of the torch, but like Lemieux being five, six, seven years behind Gretzky in terms of age yep, and being like the next one. I, I really think a lot of people wanted that out of the, you know, we talked earlier about Crosby and McDavid, like... Could we see something similar there? It's a different type of hockey, um, but I think people wanted to see that. And I, I, I hear you, like when you talk about, well, Crosby's already shown he can play with Bergeron and Marchand. I don't, don't you want to see? I, I would have preferred. I want to see Crosby play left wing with with McDavid and. I don't know, Marshall or yeah, well, and, and Crosby is that is that wild card Zach where Hyman, the where the to yeah fans. well the <laughs> actually the, what was it there was one of the Edmonton journalists a month or two ago said that uh, uh, McDavid Evander Kane and was Zach it Bob Stoffer I don't know uh, McDavid Evander Kane and Zach Hyman would make a great top line for Canada at the World Cup. Sorry, can you repeat that, Matt? Connor McDavid, Evander Kane, Zach Hyman would. That's fuck. That's crazy. A great top line for Canada at the 2024 World Cup. <laughs> All right. Two well, guys we're not even sure are going to be. Where's Rob Zamner at? Yeah. Like where's that's my Zamner at? Yeah. yeah. You've overthought this if that's your idea. Yeah. Um, now we've seen the Hyman thing with Kunitz. 
put both of them as Canada's top line. Stop. Stop. Is Hockey Canada even going to look at Because you're dragging game? McDavid down to the fourth line now if that's what's <laughs> happening here. Um, yeah. Is it going to be good? Are they going to make sweet music together? I have no idea, but probably. Um, they're probably still not winning that division. But to me, it comes down to, I think that 2 Yeah. For me, because I don't have the, it's the one I was, well, and, and it's worth noting when you talk about the Gretzky Lemieux and the Crosby McDavid, mm-hmm. unlike Crosby McDavid, right? There was this sort of, not Simmering. animosity. Yeah, yeah but there was bit, something between bit. Gretzky yeah. and Lemieux, right? Like rivalry. You talk about the next one and Gretzky's like, fuck you. I'm next, still fucking next here. One, I am so viable as the, yes. and Hart Trophy winning. Yes. Cup winning, like. Shut up with that. <laughs> I don't need to hear that. Right. And so, and I think at the same point, Lemieux was like, yeah, I think I'm better than him. Right. I think there was this, there was this sort of rivalry. Well, it dates back even to that. Was it 81 or 84 Canada cup where it was half Islanders, half Oilers must've been 84 and like, Hey, we're still here. And the Oilers like, fuck you. We're taking over. And that room was horribly split. Right. Yeah. In terms of guys not wanting to. But yet the 87 team was, was, was very much split between Flyers. Yes. And Oilers. Yep. With Keenan as the coach. And you're like, what? How what does is, that happen? You've lost two cup finals. What do you do? Yeah, say that. How do you deserve to get to coach this team yeah. and, and bring on your, you know, your Sutters from way down the lineup. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that 87 team, no, no Steve Eiserman. No. You're like What? Dude had 160 points. Wow, we don't need him. <laughs> well, it turns out they didn't. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true, they, <laughs> it's, it's true they didn't. But in terms of of the whole, the magic of it and not having won an Olympics in 50 years the or whatever it was, team, yeah. that O2 team was, and the magic of, a, of a Ginla being a play. walk-on guy, like, hey, can you show up in scrimmage? By Where's, the end of it, their top line is yeah. kick between Gagne and a Ginla, yeah. which was ridiculously good it turned out like yeah. Simone Gagne I didn't know who Simone Gagne was until those Olympics right, right. like I think he debuted in like 99 or something uh, uh, you got Iserman playing with uh, Lemieux and how's that I don't know, Shanahan's your 13th forward like Neuendijk Pekka uh, Ryan Smith is your fourth line fuck yeah like let's do that well, let's run over some Belarusians well, and the Swedes <laughs> should have won that tournament but it yep. doesn't matter yeah because it didn't happen nope but that is to Andre me amazing. That yeah, yeah. That was the thing where you go, oh man. That to me, I was so nervous. Yeah, I was nervous when that was going down, and, and like I'm a 30 year old man, yeah. and I'm like, why do I care so much? Because well, the U.S. scores first. Tony Amonti comes down, makes it one nothing. Like oh fuck, oh boy, like here it comes right. Because <laughs> they had killed it in the other pool. We hadn't seen the Americans yet, but they just ran over everybody. It's funny when you think Mike Richter how good he was in those Olympics. He retires that fall in November of 02. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm done. You're like, Early. Yeah. Yeah. To me, he is the greatest American goalie. I think so. Yeah. Of all time. For and now, we'll see what Hellebuck turns out to do. I think, I think he played. It's hard with, there's less of those opportunities, right? Like if Connor Hellebuck goes to the world championships, anybody even fucking notice, right? Like, well, the, he hasn't I, had a chance to play in an Olympics yet. I we'll see, see what this I world see, cup's going to Yeah. Be. I see that they, they were reiterating the other day that the players are focused and, Adamant that 2024 in the middle of the season is going to happen for a, for a World Cup. Are you more interested in the World Cup mid-season than in September? I am 100% more. Yeah, I, me too. I, I know I'm getting, there's, there's some, there's some pushback on that about, 
you know, we'll see. Uh, Ottawa will, uh, I hope, will be a good team at that point, and maybe I'll feel differently when the Brinkett and Kachuk and Norris and <laughs> and, and, and Kachuk gets hurt in the World Cup, sure. like Hashik in in '06, and right. you go, "Fuck!" We but all just, those guys, a lot of Americans, no different. Like, am I going to love seeing Austin Matthews lighting up? My team probably not, right? I've never had to go through that before. Well, and you can tell that you can tell the cycle of of um, excitement is is long gone in Toronto, right? Where a young Matthews and all these prospects are coming up, and 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 you go, what's going to happen here? We're, we're waiting for Austin Matthews to break that pane of glass on his very first, you know, opening day. I see the article the other day saying Matthews would be fine if Leafs change goal song. Mm-hmm. You're like that's. That's the news we have to we have to pull out of. It's been, I've I I've been getting a pile of notifications, pile of messages. Not enough leaf talk over the summer. It's always sends. It's always the Leafs haven't done Shit. anything. Zach Aston Reese coming in on a PTO. You want me to do a pod on that? Like, okay, I, uh, I, uh, it's <laughs> when you're like the Senators, and this is like so many other teams. When you have been bad, yep. yep. And you come a long way. That's noteworthy. You can make a bunch of, when you tinker. Yep. There's, it's not that exciting. It's not that interesting. Okay. Who's going to be the next, who's going to be the next Toronto Maple Leaf? Tyler Mott. You just signed with Ottawa. Yep. Broussard. Oh. Or Del Cole. Who, who is going to, who is going to suit up as the next, uh, you know, We're going to fix that guy. Jimmy VC or uh, Galchenyuk or. Michael Del Cole was a one-time captain of the Oshawa Generals. I'd, yep. take, I'd take that guy. Okay. And, and that's all I'm saying is one of those things when you go, all right, that's a guy who's going to skate on the Leaf top line in the next two seasons somewhere. Somewhere. One of those guys. Yeah. We're going to fix him. Okay. And that's. And that's that's really, what we do. So. And then we lose. But that article that's was. the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing was, whoever wrote the article, and I can't remember who wrote it, was. You know, with that goal song, you know, uh, you're making my dreams come true, which I personally hate the Leafs. I don't mind the goal song. But I like the goal I'm song, a, yeah, right? Like I, to me, it's one of those things where you're like, up. I'm not. it's it's one of those, and and the, the guy saying, yeah, they've been using that since 1819, whatever it was. That's right, yeah. And they're like, and the Leafs scoring rate is second in the league over that time. Mm-hmm. And they said, although in the playoffs, it's much more like hauling oats. I can't go for that, <laughs> which, <laughs> which I can't go for that. Can't go for that. No, that to me is, <laughs> I thought it was, super, I, I don't mind that. Yeah. I thought it was super that's rich. Fair, yeah. All right. All right. That's, and that's all I got. But we say do, on. we, I don't know. Leaf fans are all fired up about the goal song, but for the longest, like we had this, the same half the league had the same, like it was some sort of shitty pop punk. Anything that has like a chant, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. like you get, I kind of like that we're not doing that. At one point we had the exact same goal song as the Columbus fucking Blue Jackets. You're the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't know that like Holland Oaks be has better. to be the thing, but be different at least. Don't be Columbus. If Columbus is doing it, you shouldn't be doing it. What was, it, what was the song? I don't know. I'll put it in here underneath. It. Okay. And really it's, it's, and to me, as a staunch anti-leaf guy. Oh, really? We had no idea. Yeah. I love the, I love the goal song. I love when they played it in Ottawa after Ottawa beat Toronto and they're mm-hmm. firing a little Hall and Oates out. But to me, it's one of those, it's catchy. But it's, didn't it happen the other way too up here? Did they not play the victory song at one point up here? Uh, the leaf 
No, it was it was you're making my dreams come true as as the Leafs are going off the ice. That was it was the Leaf goal song. No, there was another one you brought up that bugged you. They were either playing the the slap shot one or oh, the yeah. heave away maybe. Um I don't know, but I got time for heave away as well. Like yeah. to me, those that's that's classic, and it's not. Uh, it's something that everybody can. It's it's joyous, yes. right? You feel that, and and so. Um, anyway, Fla- I was going to say Florence Nightingale, but it's um, who who's, who does the slap shot one, which is there. It is something Nightingale. Anyways, it is it is it is awesome, and despite the fact that I am not a huge Lee fan, yeah, you hear it and you're like. Ah, man, I get it. It's celebratory. It makes me feel good, right? You're like, yeah. And you're like, woo, if I'm there, I'm I'm doing it, right? It's like Chelsea Dagger with the, it's associated. You, you, you just sort of, it makes you think of that. Yep. So keep it, man. As, as a, as a, somebody who enjoys something that, that sort of. This was that tour they do every year, right? Where your stars have to come down and answer a million questions. And yep. somebody asked, you know, what do you think of the goal song? They, they've been tight-lipped. A bunch of the insiders have tried to ask, why is that the, the goal song, the Hall & Oates thing, and they will not answer. I was under the impression, I had read at one point, that it did come from in the room. It was some sort of inside joke or whatever. And so to hear Matthews now come out and go, yeah, maybe it's time for something new. I, and, what, and to be fair, what he said was, I'd be okay if they yeah. changed it. And then at the end, he's like, and I'd be fine if they didn't. Yeah. Like it's, and I get it. It's one of those things where, yeah, he, you're right. He is at that. It's an American thing where they have Americans on, on site sort of preseason and they're, and you're asking. Well, it's not million. just Americans. It's league wide. Like they're down in Vegas this year. It used to be in Chicago. They have all kinds of. Okay. Every yes. team's top stars. Yep. That is what there. I thought it was. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, yeah, I, sorry. I just sort of assumed it was. We've had the Euro one where yeah. in Paris where it had Europeans. But you're like. I don't know. He is the one that cues the goal song the most often. If there's a song he wants to hear more often, I'd probably let him have it. Like, <laughs> whatever Austin Matthews' favorite song is should be the Leafs' goal song. And I don't know. I'm, I'm afraid. It's going to be a Biebs or it's, it's going to be Almost certainly. It's going to be interesting this year because that guy is not besting what he did last year. Like that's a hell of a season he put up. Yeah. So if he puts up 53 to people groaning, oh, well. Good fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. I don't want him. Let him go to Arizona. We don't yeah. care. <laughs> so. But yeah, it, to me, he is, you know, did he get 60? Yeah. So 60 in a heart trophy is hard. Yeah. Do that again. To duplicate. Oof. Right. And so it is going to be hard, but he was like, uh, he, he had a magic touch. And so. Yeah, that will be hard. But I think I expect good things from the Leafs this year in the regular season, at least. Like, yep. I, I'm not going to. Yeah, they should still be a very good regular I, season. I, I team. think maybe a couple points shy of last year. Like, 115 points was a franchise record. Yeah, yeah. And, and to me, Could that whole idea of. 108 again? Yeah. That whole idea of every team that made the playoffs in the East having 100 plus points. <laughs> well, that's because the bottom of the East was, yeah, so, fat was so bad, else. right? And so I don't expect that to be. Like, if you even look at. Detroit, Buffalo, and Ottawa, Ottawa Buffalo, and Detroit. And actually, I think Montreal will be better too. Like they, they're, I don't, look, they're going to be bad. Bad but defense, they were, bad goaltending. But they were tore up by injuries last year. I don't think any of the four teams. Wrecked them. <laughs> I don't think any of the four teams uh, in the Atlantic division will be as bad as they were. Correct. Last year. So to me, you're going to see a, a coming back to the pack for everybody in, in, Probably, the, yeah. in the top eight in the East. So I think the Leafs win the division. Put that on paper right now. Yeah, that's interesting because I don't expect Florida to be as good as they were. 
Correct. Uh, Tampa's. Yeah, I t- still wouldn't want to see Tampa in the playoffs, but they may do the same. Just cruise in in third or whatever. Yeah. And, and, and we'll t- we, we don't we do we don't do division. Yeah. You know previews anymore, but I, I'm seeing Leafs. I'm seeing Tampa. I'm seeing Florida in third. Yeah. I can see because uh, I think Florida last year had 13 three on three overtime wins as well. Yeah, and and, and they are <laughs> that's man, a lot of points. And on. if you look at their defense, yeah. Woo! It's not so good. Downgrade. You better score a shit ton of goals. And you better hope Bob is Bob. Yeah, we better hope that he is, you know, Vezina caliber goalie Bob. Yes. With that in mind. Hey, Clerks 3. Yeah. You going to line up, Matt? No, I'm not, but I'm pumped to see it. (laughs) Okay. I badly want to see Clerks 3. But yeah, no, I won't go stand in line. All the same, all the same characters back? I don't know. Oh, well, I know uh, Dante and Dante and Randall are back. Jay and Silent Bob are back. So what the fuck else matters, right? Nothing. I think, yeah, I, exactly. think, I think you got it. You see the Globe and Mail today put out a headline that uh, while thousands of UK mourners stood in 8K queue. <laughs> Justin, 24 hour queues. Justin Trudeau went in a VIP entrance. You're like, yeah, he probably did. Yeah, who's talking about that? The Globe and Mail, man. That was their headline. Would they expect the Prime Minister of Canada to wait 24 hours I in a nine-kilometer queue? Didn't bother to mention whether other Commonwealth Prime Minister... Like, I can't imagine Joe Biden was hanging out in line at the... Yeah. Just a shitty fucking... Uh, that's that's, that's dumb, and, and that makes me dismiss the rest of your opinions, valid or otherwise. Yeah. Um, we're just out here shitting on... Nice to see um, when they were talking about the the procession that the Mounties are going to be uh, strong, represented, and, and, yeah. and, and lead the uh, lead the procession. That's a nice. That's I like a, that. Yeah, that's a nice tip of the cap. Uh, last week, just before we wrap up, I mentioned that uh, there was a game. Uh, it was uh, Dundee United that was chanting "Lizzie's in a box" at their uh, soccer match. Uh, this week, it was Celtic FC. And I had to look that up because it's, it's Celtic, Celtic. Celtic, it's, it's yeah. Got, yeah. Uh, they Club. had a banner and half the stadium going, if you hate the royal family, clap your hands. If you hate the royal family, clap your hands. <laughs> Just through a whole one minute, supposedly moment of silence, moment of applause for the queen. Yeah. And, uh, well, so they, I, they're not loving her there either, man. Well, those are Scottish clubs. That was clubs, in Glasgow, I, yeah. I think, yeah, you got Glasgow Rangers, you have uh, Celtic Glad- and Dundee. Yeah. Those are all Scottish yeah. clubs, right? Which is funny because she has a deep affinity for... You'd kind of get it in Ireland. This is the yeah. Scots not, yeah. the, not feeling it, man. Yeah, but there you go. Uh, we'll wind this one down here on that. Don't forget, later on this week, hopefully Sean Fitzgerald will still join us. We'll talk about... Uh, I got a few things for him on the uh, the Canadian sports media. Well, landscape. we got some stuff to talk about. And Shrides is back again on Thursday. Look so, at Shrides. Uh, yeah, chipping in again. So Missing, uh, missing you. Maybe, man, missing the uh, the TCA crew. Uh, and don't forget, on September 24th, that's next Saturday, the uh, Oktoberfest at Need a Beer. That's 190 Colonnade Road. You can get your tickets and uh, more information at needabeer.com. Uh, that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, check that out if you're into such things. For Rob, my name's Matt. We'll catch you all next time. Come get your duds in order because we're bound across the water. Heave away, me jollies, heave away. Come get your duds in order because we're bound to leave tomorrow. Heave away, me jolly boys, we're all bound away. Sometimes we're bound for Liverpool, sometimes we're bound for Spain. Heave away, me jollies, heave away. But now we're bound for old.
old St. John's where all the girls are dancing Heave away, let me jolly boys, we're all bound away 